Hi, I'm Greg Schaefer, and welcome to the Virtual CISO Moment Wrap-Up for the week ending April 28th, 2022. I wanted to begin by touching base on a few things we've talked about before, a little bit of an update, and that is on vulnerabilities and breaches of late. The first one, if you'll remember, is the Atka breach that became, that apparently was in January, but became a much more of a more reported issue back last month, the lapsus breach. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. According to Atka, and this is reported in the bleepingcomputer.com news, that the breach only lasted for 25 minutes and only hit two customers. So this may be the end of that story, maybe a little bit more coming down coming down the road but there was something about this breach that didn't sound like that it was quite as bad as was made out to be at one point in time but then again you have to treat each of these with a very much level of caution now on the other side of the spectrum you recall back in 2021 the log for shell vulnerability which was exploited According to CISA, and this comes to us from the um, dark reading, that the log for shell vulnerability was the most exploited vulnerability in 2021. And I've seen some items that show that uh, apparently that it is still being exploited, and which would probably indicate that the, there's still some patching that needs to take place. And then finally, we talked about last time the Black Cat or the Alpha V. I'm not sure if that's the right way to pronounce it. A-L-P-H-V, ransomware, uh, that the FBI had put out an alert on it, but I did not have a link to the flash alert that came out on the 19th of April. And so that is also in the show notes. Now, what I wanted to talk about today is about entry-level cybersecurity positions. And the, the genesis for this was a conversation that I had with the recipient of the scholarship that my firm provides for an information security student at, a, at Middle Tennessee State University last week during the awards ceremony. And she wanted to know of any sort of advice or links or connections and so forth about information entry-level information security jobs which is a perfectly valid question and certainly uh, when you're starting out at that point in time and not knowing what your career path is going to be like that's that's a very common question there's nothing wrong with that and uh, there are several different types of positions out there because when i asked her what do you think you might want to do she wasn't really sure, but, and, that, and that's common as well, too, because you're exploring the field. And I came across an article from Western Governors University, a guide to common entry-level cybersecurity jobs, which I thought was very well done. They do emphasize that, in general, the base salary of a cybersecurity professional in the United States is about $98,000 a year. 
So it's a very lucrative field. And there's certainly a lot of opportunities such as cybersecurity technician or cybercrime analyst or incident analyst, other examples that they give. I would encourage looking out there and also understanding some basics as far as strategies for landing that entry-level job. And for that, I came across an article on Cisco blogs. The more you know, job searching and interviewing. 10 rather basic snippets of advice, more or less along the lines of what you would think would be the common advice that for those of us who have been in the field, we would think would be common. But I would encourage anyone who's starting out to look at this list as well, too. One that definitely stood out at me and certainly resonated with me when I got my, landed my first information technology entry-level job, which really was a uh, uh, an accident. I, I almost have to say it was a happy, happy accident, kind of like Bob Ross and, and the trees. It's a it's a happy tree that we put there, happy accident. Don't be afraid to own your own accomplishments or interview for multiple roles. And speci- specifically about owning your own accomplishments, the article, the blog post rather states that a hiring manager wants to know what you did. Now, back in the day when I was applying for a network repair technician, part-time student assistant job at the University of Buffalo, the main reason why I got the job was at the time I was in the Air Force Reserve and was a C-130 aircraft technician, a crew chief, they referred to it as. Um, In that position, in order to do what you do, they have what they call technical orders or TOs. And basically, you are trained to follow exactly what is in that TO. Nothing more, nothing less. You do exactly what is said. And the network repair manager at the time, who was a former Marine drill sergeant, so he understood the military mindset there. He's, his, his reasoning for hiring me was, if you can follow a TO to repair cargo aircraft, you can, you can follow instructions to repair computer networks. Even though I had no experience, at, I mean, outside of connecting with a 300 baud modem at the time. And if you're of the age that you don't know what a 300 baud modem is, look it up on the internet. Let's just say it was rather slow. And then finally, I came across during this, it was almost a serendipitous convergence, if you will, that as I'm thinking about what the topic for the wrap-up for this week would be, I saw two or three posts that on LinkedIn within the period of a couple of hours that pointed to another podcast called Breaking into Cybersecurity, which is created by Renee Small and Chris Fullen. And I apologize if I'm not pronouncing the names correctly. But they have a podcast out there. Um, it's a, it's a, I saw the, a video version of their latest episode on YouTube that is storytelling. 
a little, little bit along the ways of what we do here at the VCM. But talking with different folks about how they got into information security, cybersecurity. And I like that. I, I, I don't only like it. I love it. I love that approach where you're, you're, you're bringing different folks stories and you can take snippets of their stories and apply it to your life, their experience, what they've gone through. So that's a, I thought that that was a very, very good resource. I'll have a little bit more to talk about it. Talk about that in just a moment after this break. So I have a few thoughts about breaking into cybersecurity and I've already inferred almost directly said that I, obviously when I broke into cybersecurity there, it was so long ago that there wasn't even a thing called cybersecurity. Um, barely was there an internet there was uh, instead of uh, information technology it was more or less called data processing when i registered for classes in college we had we had punch cards and if you don't know what punch cards are look that up when you're looking up 300 baud modem as well things have come a long way in 30 odd years but so it's difficult for me to tell folks well, follow my path because my path doesn't exist anymore. But in a way it does because my path, as I went along, I learned that first I started out in, in networking and, and then got into some server stuff and then into the firewalls and then, and then up the chain. But I learned that IT is a business function. It's not a technology function beyond its core that's more or less like a tool but just because like a hammer its function is to pound a nail that's okay but what is its real purpose it's it's to it's to facilitate the connection of a couple of things together and the same thing with it and that was one of the greatest lessons i think i learned back in the late 90s about my role in this whole ecosystem of it and networking and and and, and that that hasn't changed so for cybersecurity, I think that one element of advice when you're going out and you're applying is not only show your technical skills, but show your business acumen, show your, your ability, your desire to want to understand the business, because ultimately that's what you're supporting and that's what's paying, that's what's funding your position. As you go longer in your career, you're going to want to understand risk management more. I think at this point in time, when you're first starting out, just understand that risk management is a major factor in information security. In fact, it is the driving force. That is what information security is all about. It is not IT, it is risk management. And most likely in your courses, if you've gone through, um, whether it be in college or going through one of the certs, you've touched on risk assessments and risk mitigation pay close attention to that and obviously network with other folks and understand um, that as well and reach out to folks and then go through the application process but then on the other side and i almost hate to have to give this advice but be prepared to be what they call ghosted i i am i i wish this didn't exist today but unfortunately it does where sometimes you can be applying for a position 
I don't really see this anymore directly in my job for what I do, but I do see it sort of indirectly sometimes with uh, what my firm does with with prospects, where it's almost the same thing where you're, you've established a relationship with, you're trying to sell your services. In your case, you're trying to sell yourself in an entry level position that you're the best person to fill that. And you establish this communication, you have this back and forth, it seems like that there's movement going, and then you hear nothing, not even crickets. Suddenly, the communication drops, and you're left there wondering why. What did I do wrong? What was wrong with my pitch, my proposal, my background, my job, my resume? No feedback whatsoever. It's an unfortunate reality that in today's world, that sometimes there are some situations where folks would rather, rather lazily just end a relationship without an explanation, which is rude, certainly not polite, unfortunate. It stifles the opportunity for learning, perhaps on both sides. My advice to you on that, though, is that when you get ghosted, and you will, it's not you. It is them. And I know that sounds cliche. They say that about relationships. But you know what? Looking back at my teenage years, perhaps some of the dating experiences I have were maybe preludes to trying to understand about ghosting. It's a human nature thing, not a cybersecurity thing. And then finally, I like to give a little shout out to events that are coming up. And there's one, I'm not a member of ISACA, and that's probably a deficiency on my part. I can't participate in everything I want to, but ISACA has their North American conference for 2022 next week in New Orleans. And they also say it's virtual. So you have that split option there, which is amazing. But probably one of the great outcomes of COVID is I think we're going to see in going on from now on the option for some events to be both in person and virtual because we've almost perfected the virtual conference idea because we had to. But anyway, this is in New Orleans, and it's virtual. It's May 4th through the 6th, which means it's next week. But the last day to register for this is today, Friday, April 29th, at, and the, the deadline is at 5 o'clock p.m. Central. So I'll have a link in the, there's a link in the, uh, in the show notes. If you're interested in attending that in either way, check it out. And that's all I have for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. And you have, if you have any feedback for it, please let me know. Until next time, stay secure.